I'm Chris. And I'm Dom. And, and we got, got next. Thank you guys for tuning in to the regular video game podcast. Uh, we've, we've done pop culture and sports. Decided to come on back. Keep talking about video games. Um, this week we got some reviews for you guys. There's a bunch of new games that are coming out here soon. Uh, but I already want to jump into the reviews. I do. Because there's a lot to talk about. A lot to discuss today, guys. While the game came out, some DLC came out, some rumors, some DLC was announced, like the Fallout 4 DLC was finally announced, coming out pretty soon. Which uh, I'm excited for. I will be uh, re-downloading, re-downloading that as soon as possible. I'm kind of interested to see what where they go with that because, like, you think about games like that with, like, you know, a really well-defined story in such a huge world. It's like how they have DLC. They have new sections. It's just new characters. Kind of like with the Borderlands. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think that it's, it's going to be like the Borderlands stuff where completely new missions will be available. Um, there will be, um, completely new characters to become entranced with, you know what I mean? They're going to add hours of gameplay. I'm very excited for Fallout to finally, finally be adding some new stuff. Not to say that what they have is bad. I just would like something new. Um, While on the subject of DLC, Far Cry Primal came out and proved to me that it's possible to sell a DLC for $60. Yeah, it's not the greatest. If you if you really want a better game, go ahead and play Ark Survival. Same time period. And in my opinion, just better gameplay. Just much better gameplay. The thing about Far Cry is that it's just the same thing as the other two. Well, not the other two. But Far Cry 3 and Far Cry 4, it's literally the same thing. Yeah. And that's what bothers me. I mean, it's one thing to have, you know, something like that and just reskin it. But they literally, like, just copy and paste it. Yeah, um, I would agree with you on that wholeheartedly. I think that if they really wanted, if they really wanted to, they could have made it better. Exactly. They fell into that trap that a lot of big AAA titles fall into, where they just like they're recycling the same shit over and over again for a profit, and it's like killing us. Yeah, it's so, making it not enjoyable to. Play their games. Well, Assassin's Creed's done. Yeah. And honestly, I think that... I hope that it doesn't become a trend. But that's all I see it being. Mm-hmm. Is something that... Always... Always disappoints. Um... 
Gameplay-wise, it's alright. Don't get me wrong. Like, it's not horrible, but it's not great. Uh, it's the same Far Cry gameplay that you've always had. I wish there was more, but, you know, what am I going to do about it? Um, I mean, you can try to boycott, but it's not going to do much. Um, People already bought the game. It's too late now. Yeah. But... There's another game that came out, which I am uh, currently playing at the moment. Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare 2. Um, and it's alright. Don't get me wrong. Uh, love it. Not a huge, huge fan of the third person as much. I'm a first person shooter myself. But, I will say that this one's enjoyable. It's much better... Than the last one. At first, I was really worried that I was just going to hate it. Um, Chris, you, you, you've been able to play a couple games, but how, how do you feel about it? See, it reminds me of um, those MOBA, those massive, those multiplayer online battle arenas, kind of like uh, League of Legends or, uh, I'm drawing a blank right now. But, like, one of those moments where you, you pick a character, they have specific, you know, three special abilities and a weapon. And I've only played, like, this basic TDM, but there's different variations of each characters, too, that do different things. So, there definitely is room for it to be a little bit more tactical to what it is, is perceived as. Like, yeah, on the base level, I can see a bunch of kids playing this game. It's like a, like a very kid-friendly Call of Duty. Yeah. But also it has some levels to where I feel like it can be very strategic. And with the right player, you can have a lot of fun. Because I was having fun playing it. It was pretty simple. Yeah. And uh, with us in here today, another man that's already got his hands on the game. Got to play a couple games before we started this podcast up. Mr. Donnell Minifield. How you doing, D? What's up? Feeling good. Feeling good. Good peanuts. How, how do you feel... How do you feel about this new Plants vs. Zombies? See, I like it. Um, I think it's, I mean, it's real simple. Just, you know, like I said, in design, but, you know, cool little game to pass the time. I personally, I, I mean, I don't think I could get too wrapped up, but just, you know, just chilling at the crib, you know, every once in a while. I, I can see it plays this game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that this is that type of game where I'm putting in hours and hours. I would say this is the game that gets, you know, a little bit of my time, definitely. But I'm, I'm going to go back to my other games. See, I like the game. It looks really good. It handles really good. As far as I've played it and been watching it, I've watched some people streaming it too. It's like, there's not a lot of bugs or glitches that you would think would come in a game like this. All the characters seem to be pretty balanced. I mean, obviously there's going to be some exploits. But I think it's a really good game. If I had to give it a number out of 10, I would have to say it's like a solid 7.5 or 8. An 8 for sure. Yeah, I'd put it at about an 8. This is something that you don't have to worry about who is playing necessarily I mean if you play online you should always worry because you know 
especially if you have kids, you know, pay attention to what they're playing and who they're playing with, you know, because a lot of adult things are probably going to be said, but I have no issue playing this and hearing a child's voice. I want to be like, why are you playing this game? Yeah. Uh, There's nothing that's too adult, nothing that's really too difficult, and winning doesn't matter in this. This is a, are you having fun? Um, There is some strategy to it. It does have a feel a lot like Gotham City Imposters. Yeah. Um, But this is definitely a pick up and play. This isn't something that you really need to know what you're doing. Um, Very easy to pick up and play also um, trying to think of any other ways to describe this game it, it's, it's enjoyable like I, like I said I'm playing it right now um, just kind of playing through with some of these other characters um, but let's let's talk about some other 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 new things going on in the world. Donna, would you like to join us for the rest of it? Or? Things in the world. Things in the world. You guys up on that Clash of Clans universe? I'm not. I quit playing. <laughs> uh, actually, they just came out with a new little app called Clash Royale. I haven't checked it out yet. It's supposed to be probably just like Clash of Clans, though. Surprise. Yeah, I saw that. And I was just like, it's probably going to be the same thing, but they're probably you know spice up a little bit. You would hope. The exact same, just a different theme. Um, Mortal Kombat X Combat Pack Two dropped this week. Yes, I was super excited about that. I've gotten to play it. I've played with almost every single character, and when I say almost every single character, each character in Mortal Kombat X, if you guys didn't know, has three variations. And so, there's one character which is called Triborg, which is Three side the three cyborgs sector Cyrax and Cybersmoke. There's a fourth variation to it that they gave to you for free, and it is Cyber Sub Zero. I've not played with that one, but I, I would play with Cyber Sub Zero. But out all of them, I mean, I feel like the characters are, the characters are all really good. Like they're honestly almost too good in some places. Like there's um Leatherface, which is my favorite. Surprisingly, I always thought he'd be the shittiest. Leatherface is has a lot of really good stuff, and he has one variation called a uh, Pretty Lady, where you can throw his chainsaw. It's pretty fucking spammy. Not even gonna lie, but huh. it's still good. It's just kind of spammy. Then um, Cyrax is kind of broken. He has a fifty-three percent combo that uses no meter, which you just can't have inside of a game ever. Yeah, and um. Alien's pretty good. Bo Cho, I haven't seen anybody do too well with him, but I've never not heard people complain about him. So I think people are still figuring him out because he seems like a middle tier, maybe like lower top tier t- character, but he just hasn't shown, you know... What to, he can do. Yeah, what people haven't figured out. Like with the Cyrax, someone just found this combo and was just messing around with stuff and just figured out that, hey, I can continue to do this over and over again. Well, I mean, that's cool. But it's definitely worth the cop. Plus, you get a whole bunch of costumes. 
If so, if you don't have Mortal Kombat X, go go ahead and get the Mortal Kombat XL. It gives you all the costumes, all the characters, all in this pretty little package for you. And if you do have Mortal Kombat X, definitely get Kombat Pack 2 because the characters are all fun. They're all very well balanced for the most part. And they're all really good looking too. Like, they animate well. They're fun to use. It's just a good time. All it sounds like it, man. Uh, I haven't had a chance to pick that up yet. Um, mainly because... Far Cry and Plants vs. Zombies trying to get these characters unlocked, trying to get stuff reviewed. Uh, it's It's been taking a lot. Taking a lot to get all this done. Um, but I would say that I was really impressed with everything that I have seen about the new combat pack. Uh, all the characters look like they really flow well. Um, hasn't been any dumb things that I've seen, at least. Uh, yeah, I'm just kind of um, I'm kind of discouraged by the fact that we don't, we're not getting any more characters. Because I mean, like normally a video game will release the XL Final Edition. When all the DLC characters are available. Yeah. And so that means we're not getting any more content for this one. But I do think that that means that Injustice 2 will be announced pretty soon. Probably around E3 because it's coming up. Yeah. So I'm pretty excited about that too. So it's, it's bittersweet. but Yeah, true. Um, I guess that would be my other question. What announcements are you really looking for this E3? From either one of you. I'm not really sure. You know, I haven't been looking at the E3 uh, previews or announcements. Uh, I'm I'm really open. You know, like Chris said, another Injustice Two. It's a fun game. I like to see that or Mortal Kombat every year. Yeah. Um, besides that, nothing much. Uh, on hands. I kind of want to see what a, what if they do another Assassin's Creed because I feel like they could theoretically do something that would interest me. Like, if they did something really different and new, I think I would try it out. But if it's the same old crap, then I'm going to, like, you know, just condemn it. Like you should. Yeah. I want to see if there's another God of War in the works. Um, they've already said that they are done. They're done with God of War? Mm. Yeah, I'm not too pleased about that one, but not my choice. Yeah. Uh, also, I'm I'm excited to see the new Nintendo system, the NX. Yeah. I feel like that's gonna be huge. Cause are, they, are they doing a home console? Yeah, yeah. it's yes. the last home console they're doing. And also, it's not motion censored. Like, it's not centralized around like the motion. It's actually just like a home console. Nice. So I feel like they're gonna do some like fire stuff. With I think, I think it's definitely going to be something to look forward to. Um, I just don't know exactly how good it's going to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I can just hope and pray that it's going to be something that we want. I feel like it's going to be, I think we're going to get some like 
a really classic ass system. Because like the last system they did like that, the GameCube. Sure. We like really slept on that system. Because now I'm looking back on it, and like the GameCube has not increased in value. Like the GameCube itself has not increased in value, but all the games on the GameCube have increased in value. Like Pikmin Two go retails for like sixty dollars. Sure. When at the time it was like forty, because uh, GameCube games were like a little bit cheaper than like PlayStation. Yeah. And Xbox games, but like all the, all the games have increased in value because you don't need to play them online. They're like traditional Nintendo games where you can play them inside your house. They're fun. You don't need online or internet. So I mean, we live in this world now where everything's freaking connected. Like you have to have online. Yeah. To play certain games, and it's kind of ridiculous. And Nintendo has always in, embodied that. Like, just pick up, play this game. It's a good story. It's like Mario, Save the Princess. You know, Zelda, Save the Princess. Yeah. And I feel like they're gonna bring back a lot of old franchises and like do them justice with this last console. Cause I mean, it's the last one. I really hope that they do. Um, I'm just worried that it's gonna be shit. I really am. I don't know. They, they haven't released a sh- total shit console though. They never have, I and mean, I feel like that that's a huge thing to have, like a huge track record to have. You've never released a total crap. True. It's kind of like if Bethesda was like announcing a new game, you wouldn't be like, oh, I think it might be crap, just like, because it never released anything that was crap. You would think it's going to be like decent at least. True. I feel like at the worst, it's serviceable. It'll have like the the value because it's the last console and has Nintendo on it. Yeah. But it, it really depends on the games more than anything. I guess that's what I'm just really worried about is they're not going to do the games right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm kind of interested in the VR stuff too, the virtual reality stuff. Oh, I thought yeah. like it's going to take front and center at freaking E3 this year for video games. It better. It really better, man. I think if it doesn't, they're doing a real disjustice to us. They know that's what we want. Just let us have it. Give the people what they want to see. And we'll all be okay. Um, I would also want to talk a little bit about the 2K scene. A little bit about the 2K scene. A little bit about, you know, uh, Madden. As always, coming from a Madden player and a 2K player. Something I just want to hear about. I want to hear your opinions. Um, 2K is pretty good. Um, I am doing wagers, and, I mean, I am beatable. I just lost last night for 180K, so my pockets are kind of hurting. But, if you are listening to this podcast and you want to wager, you should get at me on PSN, and it's wills0up0nig, N-I-G. That is wills, like wills on a car, zero, up, zero, NIG and I I do wages I do all wages, five K is my lowest, but I mean anything up from there depending on how much MT I have and um as far as like gameplay wise I feel like two K is fucking broken let's just be honest and I feel like there's a lot of things they need to fix, but it's still a serviceable game so I continue to play it. Yeah, that's just my honest opinion about two K at this point because there's a lot of stuff that I don't agree with. They've been releasing players. Uh, a lot of diamond players have come out. 
It seems like anytime anybody scores 50 points, they automatically get a diamond card. So there's that. And then, uh... So what, Damian Lillard has like 20 of them? Damian Lillard has one. But he also has an Amethyst one, too. Uh, Anthony Davis is a diamond card now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he has an 83 point, so he's pretty cheesy. Oh, okay. That's not good. Um... Yeah, it's like anybody that scores 50 points at this point is just like probably a diamond card. And also, I found the other day that there's, you know, the next packs that are coming out pretty soon are the MVP packs. So, we have that to look forward to because there'll be a flood of MVP cards. And one of which I'm really excited for is Derrick Rose. I feel like Derrick Rose is going to be really good. I'm going to get that one. Is it pretty me? Yeah. It's it's when he won the MVP. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's Amethyst. I think he's like a 95 overall. I feel like a lot of people want to want him. They're going to go for like at least 500k because the rest of the uh, MVP cards, as far as I've seen so far, have all been diamonds. So there's a watch well, is Amethyst Jordan too. Because I mean, oh, I think he's Amethyst. He might be diamond. They really need another. Yeah, like we really need another fucking Jordan. But um, there's a LeBron James. That's probably going to be God. Uh. There's obviously the Jordan, which is probably going to be God. I think there's a Bill Russell. Pretty sure there's a Will Chamberlain. There's a Kobe Diamond card, which is going to be Jesus. So, yeah, there's a bunch of really shitty, well, not shitty, really good cards coming out that are probably going to break the game pretty soon. So get your wages in while you can, fellas. Hit me up. Again, that's Will Zero Up Zero Nig. Lock in your chance to lose some MT. <laughs> Alright, what about Madden, man? Um, I would say that we are reaching the point in Madden to where if you are not rocking a 90 minimum, get out. We lost. It was a fun run, but it's over. Um, if it's not a 90 or better, you just don't have a team to contend. And I hate saying that, but you just don't. Um, If it's not a 90, you're looking at... Ls. Yeah. It's just going to be a constant barrage of Ls. And... Like I said, I really do hate saying that, but uh, I have like an 89. So I'm not even saying that as like, oh, my team's perfect. No, like I'm still garbage too. But you gotta, you gotta really know how to use those plays if you don't have a 90. Um, now is that is a 90 like really good for man, or is that like we're kind of running the mill like? At this point, it's run the mill. Uh, if you want a really good squad right now, you'd be looking at about a 97. Um, it is possible to make a 99 squad. Uh, from what I've seen, I've seen one or two. So mad expensive, huh? Uh, mad expensive, as well as you're looking at... You need very specific players. Like, if you have a 99 squad, everybody knows who you have. You know what I mean? 
they just released a 99 overall Megatron, a 99 overall uh, Beast Mode for both of them retiring, quote unquote. Um, I would say that Mega, you don't necessarily. He's nice, but. He's, he's Megatron. You got Jerry Rice, you know what I mean? There's other top tiers you could go after. So, to me personally, not a big deal to have them, but it don't, doesn't hurt. Um, with the beast mode, you're looking at a great speed. You're looking at the ability to break a lot of tackles. Like, just a lot. His, I can't even put it into words. His speed is somewhere around a, um, I think it's a 95? 95 is really high, actually. Maybe it's not 95. No, nah, I was thinking like a 93, 92 maybe. Maybe that's where he's at. His agility, though, is a 95. His um, strength is a 99. It's beast. Um, it's, it's just a card you want. It's really comparable to the Bo Jackson. It's really comparable to the Walter Payton. Uh, it's a 95 overall card. But I would still say, go get it. I mean, there's better overalls, but it's not beast mode. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think at this point, if it ain't beast mode, why, why don't you got it? I don't personally have it. I want it. I've been pulling packs. How um, hard is it to get cards? To get players in Madden? Not that I would say that it's hard. But it's not. It depends on how you want to do it. If you're trying to do it by the coin, you just got to hope to pull one that's worth a damn. And then you're golden. If you don't do that, it is it is a little bit more difficult. You know? Um, but once you get... Once you get the ability to pull a good player, you just got to know what to sell them for. I would say that resale is pretty high on some players. Mm -hmm. Keyword, some players. At this point... At this point, if you don't... I don't know how to put it. Like, you gotta have... You gotta put money in at this point. You're really far behind. Mm -hmm. uh, so... You gotta spend a little bit of money. And I hate to say that. But I would probably say... If you just bought modded... Bought modded... Bought Madden today... $200 would get you a 90. I think you could pull enough. 
especially if you came in at the right time and hit the right packs, because the packs are, are time sensitive. So if you hit the packs correctly at the right time, you can turn that you know silver and bronze team into at least all golds. That gets you at least you know lower 80s uh, high 70s if you can hit it and you know become godly hey all, all the more power to you that's difficult but what you're really shooting for is if you can't pull those top tiers find somebody comparable that's cheap and Go online, look it up. Uh, in my personal opinion, you can't get Calvin Johnson. Go look for Alshon Jeffrey. If you can't get Beast Mode, look for like a Todd Gurley. You know, look for that second tier. You know, you don't necessarily need the highest stats. In the world, you just need good players. Somebody that can do the job. Yeah. The, the main difference is awareness most of the time anyway. Yeah. So as long as you're, like, playing right, like, you'll be fine. Yeah. See, I wouldn't say this anything about 2K, but right now we're at a point of 2K. Well, I think it reaches maybe about two months ago. Whatever, just, like, fuck it. <laughs> and they started putting in a whole bunch of diamond cards. So, like... If you just started playing 2K right now, I would say this. Any money you're going to spend on the game to buy packs and shit, don't do that. Don't be a fucking idiot. Don't waste your money. Don't waste your time. Go to, like, Golda or, like, buy some MT. Find a friend who's selling their team and buy from them. Get the MT and then buy your players straight up because the pack odds, there are a lot of really good players in 2K that you can, like, use. Like, they're very serviceable like Paul George Paul George is a very good gold player True. you can use him as shooting guard small forward I've seen people use him as power forward he's a pretty good player he's pretty cheap reasonable you can get him but when you run into a team who has all amethyst that Paul George is kind of neutralized yeah and I mean obviously the diamond cards we're not going to speak too much on that just because like those cards are a lot of them are like really really like way too good yeah, and it's like you're really not competing with them. But when some of these amethyst cards, like if you can get one amethyst, uh, one amethyst is not good enough to carry a team. Like, one diamond is. One diamond is like a like the right diamond. If you have like a diamond, freaking Bill Russell, well, not diamond Bill Russell, diamond Demarcus Cousins, or like a diamond Anthony Davis, you can definitely carry a team like that. But if you just have like a like I used to just run LeBron James, and I would lose games, I would get so mad. But he can only do so much. True. Like one Stephen Curry is going to do so much. You have to have more than one. So if you're going to pull packs, hopefully you hit it big. And if you just buy the game today, I would just say just buy the MT and then go buy the players you exactly want. Because you probably find them for cheaper. Be careful, though. With buying MT, they have started banning. Yeah. Also wagering, too. Like They've been banning people for wagering, which is kind of crazy. But I think it's just because they, like, they want to corner the market on, <coughs> you know, 
that they don't want people spending money outside of you know them to get something inside the game. But all you do to fix that is just literally put a wagering system into the game. True. Just be like, I'll put up this amount MT, you put up this amount MT, or I'll put up this player against your player, and we can play each other. Yeah. And if I lose, the player is automatically gifted to you in like a reward pack or something. Yeah. Like, that's totally fair. And that I can easily do it. They just choose not to because I feel like then people would ask for a trade system, and then obviously people would. I forget you guys don't have a trade system. Yeah, we, we in Madden there is a trade system. They used to didn't have it. Like you used to literally have to like be on the phone. Like, are you ready? Yes, we yeah. gotta do a two K still. I feel like it's also part of the evolution because they've been getting better. Like they had an auction house before, and it was a very basic and kind of shitty auction house because you couldn't auction your players exactly, but I can go buy the exact player. So it worked, and also it was kind of cheesy at the same time because people would just go out and just spend a whole bunch of money on the game and then buy a Larry Bird. Yeah. And I mean, like, I feel like they want to reduce scamming because it's easy to get scammed with a, a trade system, especially in 2K. Because I feel like a lot more little kids play 2K than they play Madden. Because I know a bunch of kids in my job that I work, I work at a school. They'll say, oh, I play 2K, I'll play the 2K. And they don't realize how much better my team is in theirs until they see my team. And I could tell, like, some of them ask for MT and I'll give it to them. But, like, I could tell, like, if I was, like, a trusted, you know, friend on PlayStation being like, hey, can I borrow this card or can I do this? And, like, kids will just believe that. Yeah. It happens in Madden all the fucking time. It really does. It surprises the hell out of me. But EA does not care. Like, EA is fucking savages. They really are. But, uh, EA also knows that, like, the community itself doesn't give a damn. Like, we're just like, alright, well, if you were stupid enough to fall for it, you lost the card. Or you lost that coin or whatever. See, I feel like 2K needs to get to that point. But also, Madden doesn't really have any representatives. What do you mean? Okay, like, 2K, you have Ronnie 2K and then LD 2K. They're the two, like, faces of the 2K community, per se. And they're, like, you know, they're the ones who are fielding all the questions and stuff. People treat them like they're developers. They're really not. So people will tweet at them and they'll go, what's up with these packs? And they're not getting anything. And it's not even their, their fault or their job. Yeah. People will go to them and be like, hey, I got scammed out of MT. Can you help me out? And they'll have to direct them to, like, you know, 2K support. With Madden, there is no one person that's like, oh, I'm the face of the Madden, you know, community. I'm the community liaison, as they're called, to speak, you know, between the developers and them. Madden's just like, we're going to do what the fuck we want to do, and you guys are just going to accept it. And I mean, they do a good job. No lie. Like, Madden does a beautiful job. Like, if 2K ran any, like, half as good as Madden did, I wouldn't even be mad. But right now, it's nowhere near as good as Madden. Like, the cards are way better than Madden. Pack odds are way better. Just like the overall, like hell, even fucking draft camps. Two K could easily do that. Just like let you draft a team of like ten, and then go into a game and play with those ten players. They kind of have the gauntlet, which is kind of like that. Yeah. But it's still like the fucking like park, so everything goes in, and also it's kind of shitty because you can get like two really, really, really shitty bronze players. 
like players you can't dribble, shoot, or do anything, and you'll have one the one player you pick that's like okay. Yeah. And the guy gets three diamonds. Yeah, I've seen that a couple times yeah. actually. So, I mean, it, it's a learning experience, I think. Yeah, I would say that it is. I would say if NBA Street came out today, I would never play two K again though. If they release another NBA Street, I yeah, would not play two K. Yeah, I'd be done. I'd be happily done. Well, as long as it was a good two K, like NBA Street, it can't be like home court. It would have to be like. Like Street Volume 2? Volume 2. Volume 2 is probably the best version of NBA Street. The same way Def Jam 5 for New York is the best version of fucking Def Jam. Oh, yeah, duh. Okay, which would you say is the best NFL Street? Um, three. Three? Which one was that? That was the one where you, like, created your own team, basically. I don't, I don't remember I how think, to describe it. I it was the one that had Ocho Cinco on the cover. See, I, I think uh, the best one was two. Because that's when you could like run on the fucking wall. You could do that in three. Yeah, NFL Street 2. Because that had Ricky Williams on the front. Oh, dude, you can buy it on PlayStation for $8. Holy crap. On PS4? No, PlayStation 2. Oh, I thought like it was like a DLC. Oh, no, I wish. I would have bought it already. I like how the systems are bringing back these older games because they're realizing we're fed up with their shit and they're just like, yeah, we want better games. Yeah. Take us back to a better time with video games. I wouldn't necessarily call it a better time. We were just younger, so it's still nostalgic. I don't know. I feel like the games... It brings up the memories of childhood. I feel like the games are overall more like enjoyable. Like you take a game like Rapid Rapper. It's terrible. It is. But it's more enjoyable than, like, a lot of other games. Like, I could buy a triple-A fucking title and, you know, spend $60 on the game now, or I can play fucking Proper Rapper for, like, a total of, like, maybe two hours tops and have more fun and enjoy myself. Same thing with, like, platformers. That's what that's what made platformers so big. You know, like, Crash Bandicoot, fucking Jack and Daxter. They're just enjoyable fucking games. Very simple, straightforward to the point. Yeah. They're not like this huge thing where it's like Batman, Arkham Knight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I haven't played Draft Champions in a while. I'm trying to do that again. I don't know who the hell is on this team. Don't know who I drafted. Uh, this is why you need to play this like consistently. For Draft Champions, at least because new cards get put in all the time. Uh, when I probably drafted this team, I don't think Dante Culpepper was an option. So, I kind of got to deal with what I got, but... Uh, I would just say that video games of today focus way more on realism. I would say it's more than just realism, like just the overall presentation. They're all presented as like these huge like movies almost larger-than-life situations. You know, it's like... Good catch. It's like these, you know, Uncharted 4. Yeah. It's coming out. It's uh, literally like Tuesday. a... It's literally like a movie you play. As well, I think. Yeah. It's like a movie that you play. True. And that's, like, how things are presented. I mean, now, there are games that do it very well, like Tomb Raider, Uncharted, obviously. Until um, Dawn did it very well. Fallout, to an extent, does it. I would say falls a little bit more on the other end of the spectrum. 
But then there are games that like do it, and that's all it is to it. You know, it's just like all presentation, like um, the Order eighteen eighty six, which is like or eighteen eighty eight. That's literally like my worst game, one of my worst games of twenty fifteen. It was so hype, and it was just terrible. I don't know what worst the last year was. I thought we agreed that was Tony Hawk, Pro Skater. I never played it. Oh man, it was AIDS. I'm sorry if any of our viewers have AIDS. I'm sorry, but that's how bad Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five. <laughs> if you want to watch his live stream, Tony Hawk Pro Skater Five, um, go ahead and leave a like or comment. We'll play. We'll live stream us playing it. I like how Chris just said that and didn't didn't like bring that up ahead of time. Dom, you didn't ask me to be your best man. Like, okay, we were inside the okay, car. That's true. And that's Dom true. is literally like, you know you're being my best man, right? And he's just like, just make sure you're here on this day. Make yeah, sure that's, that's about it. Like. That is our friendship right there in a nutshell. It's like, yeah, you just got to be there. Like, we're going to tell you when to be there. Like, Donnell, you're part of the wedding party. Be there. Yeah. Like, that's how that works. I told everybody, all right, hey, you have to be there. I didn't send invitations. I didn't ask anybody. No, this is what's going to happen. Uh, deal with it. Uh, we're also very aggressive friends. Why does it make such like a tight-knit group? Because we're just like very straightforward with each other. Yeah, that's a good-ass catch. Neither one of me or the uh, opponent I'm playing drafted corners. So this has just been a who-can-throw-the-ball-further battle. Take all peppers winning, y'all. Yeah, but my defensive line is starting to starting to help out. If you could add one card to Madden, who would it be? Like, who would that one player be to Madden that's not inside of Madden currently? As a joke or in all seriousness? You can do one joke, one all seriousness card. Bobby Boucher now, the water boy. Water boy is a dope card. That'd be a dope ass card. I want Thad. Thad? From Blue Mountain State. Um, but, like, I want two versions to where if you're losing, like, he had, like, a special ability card type thing. So if you're losing, uh, he takes cocaine at halftime, and, like, all of his stats go up. Well, what if his stats was, like, randomly went up? Like, it'd be random stats that went up, so you wouldn't know. You just, like, activate the special abilities. His like, awareness oh. just goes down, like, one or two, but then everything else just, like, kind of fluctuates. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, and it fluctuates, like, in between plays. Uh, I'd be cool with that. Uh, in all seriousness... Hmm. I'd like to see... There's not a lot of players that aren't inside of Madden. That yeah. Are like, really great. So, obviously, we're looking for an exact niche. Like, uh, Ocho Cinco's Chad Johnson not inside the game. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see Dante Hall. Dante Hall? I've always liked to see that, too. Like, a Priest Hall, maybe. I don't think I'd want to see a Priest. There's already enough really solid running backs. I don't know. I would just... There's no, like... Oh, this dude was the kick returner. That is true. Devin Hester. Yeah, they did have Hester. Um, but he's already stopped getting put into the game, too. So, it it's kind of iffy on who I would realistically want to see get put in that's not there. Um, me being a Broncos fan, I'd like to see Rod Smith. 
who was a wide receiver for Denver back in like the 90s and early 2000s. Won, won Super Bowls with Denver. Teddy Bruschi would be pretty good. Yeah, Teddy Bruschi nice. would be nice. Is there a Brian Urlacher in this game? No. He is not considered a legend. Huh. I will let that sink in. Pretty interesting. It's an interesting choice. I feel like he's he's up there, like definitely. And he's like I said, he's in that weird space where it's like I don't think there's not a Randy Moss in the game yet, right? Not this year. Um, past years there's been. Yeah, there's no Brett Favre in this game. So they're in this weird space where they're not considered legends, but like we remember them as being so great. And we're like, yeah, they can easily be inside. You know, like Brett Favre, I can easily see him inside of Madden. Yeah, because I mean, like. He literally held all like the records for a QB at one point. Yeah, for quite a while, actually. Yeah. I didn't think I was going to catch that. But um, I would say that, you know what? I kind of would like to see a... I would like to see like a true Tim Tebow. I would. I would like to see a Tim Tebow card. So like a 67 overall. <laughs> <laughs> no, like a Tim Tebow AFC wild card against the Steelers card. You know? Because like there's times that, yeah, the players aren't that great, like all the way through the season, but... They do have like those games. Like he was a rookie. He had only started like five games. And then... Somehow went toe to toe and didn't back down from somebody the likes of, or from a team with the likes of the Steelers, or like a better version of Brock Osweiler when Denver beat New England. Like to go head to head with Tom Brady in that situation and not crumble. Because a lot of quarterbacks just crumble. They look at who's on the other sideline. Oh, I'm not as good as him, so I'm going to just, like, suck. And, like, I hate to say it like that, but that really is just how it is. They just fold. Yeah. I'd like to see young players get rewarded for stepping up. See, wouldn't you say I'd be like, Team of the week type cards. Like I feel like he could have got a team of the week. Mm. He can get could have got a team of the week for that week they beat the Patriots. I and think I, he actually might. I mean that, that that's what like happens with two K like the moments cards. I like the moments cards, but also I feel like they're kind of underutilizing like the moments. Like the moments card two K at this point is if you have like a really good game they'll give you one, but they they're very selective. Like uh, Steph Curry could have already had like ten diamond cards already this year, right? But his dynamic is a diamond card. So they're not going to give him any moments cards. Because that doesn't make any sense. It defeats the purpose of having dynamics. But then you have other players, um, Kevin Durant and Russell Westbrook, they combined for like 90 points earlier in the season. So for the moments card, my idea was that they have very specific things that they do. So uh, the Russell Westbrook and the Kevin Durant – as long as they're on the court at the same time, they're automatically hot. Yeah. So they have to be on the court together. Or um, 
Carmelo early in the season had like a 25-point third quarter. Or Jimmy Butler scored 50 points in the second half. So for the second half, he's hot the whole entire time. Or Carmelo Anthony is hot the whole entire third quarter. It makes you use them differently. It doesn't, you don't have to give them necessarily totally different stats. Hell, the moments thing could just be like a badge you put on the person for that specific thing. And once you put the badge on them, they're stuck like that for that game. I can see that. You know, so it's like from now on, this Carmelo Anthony is the moments Carmelo Anthony saw the third quarter. He does this. I can see that because I feel like, and plus they they, they don't even do like classic moments. What do you mean? Um, like they could have had a moments. Ray Allen when he hit those threes at the end of the game to send the game to send the send the series to Game Seven. Yeah. So they could have released a moments Ray Allen for that particular time. I can see uh, that. Moments Kawhi Leonard for last year. Or like last year they, they gave a, a fucking Kyrie Irving a throwback Thursday card for his 50 point performance last year. They could have just gave him a moments card instead. Remember okay. this moment when he scored 50 points. Like that. Instead of just like they're doing it all weird and I just don't really like it. Okay, I can see why you wouldn't like that. Um, trying to think of anything I'd like to see that's not really done. I would like to see a card that is adjusted based on real world play in this. Man, like a card. Yeah. See, but I don't know how how well that work in man because like two in. NBA, there's so many games, you can actually correlate the stats based off of that. But like, let's say Madden, like, you know, Demarius Thomas has, like, a string of, like, two games where he's maybe targeted, like, targeted a total of ten times, only makes two catches, right? Mm-hmm. Do you lower his stats based off of that, or do you, like, leave it the same? You don't know if someone's playing bad or if you're just, like, because football, the season's so short. And there's yeah. so much space between games. And I understand that. I just think that I think there needs to be some sort of we not necessarily hold them like more accountable or whatever. It just stop. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, I guess I crossed the line of scrimmage and didn't know it. Um, I just would like to see more cards. Amen. Yeah, I mean, there's already quite a bit, but I think having that huge variety makes the game better. Yeah, it's definitely up in 2K. Like, now people are using different teams. Like, last year, it was, like, pretty much all the same team. And the year before that, it was definitely all the same team. So I feel like now, as we're getting more and more cards in the 2K, the team's becoming more and more diverse, and it's becoming more, you know... Madness, because Madden, like, you might run into somebody with the same exact team as you, but it's not likely. You might have, like, one or two of the same players. Yeah. I could, yeah, and for the most part, what you run into is everybody wants Richard. Everybody wants, you know, specific players still. But you just got to not necessarily, like, overcome that. You just know it. And then those players just lose value. 
Yeah. You know, because everybody has it. So you find a way to stop it. You find a way to beat it. Uh, you just find other things to do. You know what I mean? Um, Dono, I want to thank you, man, for coming in today. Um, next week on our podcast, we will be talking about a few games coming out, you know, some more rumors about things going on. Also, you know, there could be some other things we get going next week. Uh, I personally will have some extra news about my personal life next week, hopefully. Um, might be able to have you guys interact with us in brand new ways. Um, it really just depends on... It means he wants to have sex with you guys. No. It just <laughs> means that, you know, met some new people that might be able to help us out here at the podcast so that we do have these new exciting ways for you guys to uh, become involved with us, maybe even meet us personally. Um... Can be real sexual, dog. Not like that. Yo, <laughs> bruh, shut up. I'll be the only one that goes anywhere because I'm leaving Chris's ass here. <laughs> can't take my black ass nowhere, I swear. You really can't. And like it sounds like a joke. This baby back bitch. Uh, I hate playing people in Madden sometimes. But yeah, we're just going to have a bunch of stuff going on. Hopefully we'll have some new, exciting news. Um, might have a YouTube channel for real set up. Maybe with some skits about video games. Maybe with some uh, better <laughs> live commentary stuff. So far we haven't been able to do too much. Our uh, current technology and whatnot isn't really helping us. But you never know. So again... I'm Dom. And I'm Chris. And we, we got, got next. next.